Hey guys, welcome back to Burn the Ship, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connects them with professionals that can help them do it. And today our guest is Amanda Leedy and she is with Plumline Booking and she is going to tell us a little bit about her life and how she started her business. So tell the viewers what your business is. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. So uh, my business is Plumline Bookkeeping. I am a bookkeeper for small business owners who are passionate about growing their businesses. Um, I have really tried to create a business that's detail-oriented, organized, and focused on the customer. I try to take the stress out of bookkeeping so you don't have to worry about money slipping through the cracks. Every business owner should feel safe and secure in their business and so much so that they feel confident enough to step away from their bookkeeping and take that vacation they've been wanting. That's what everybody needs, right? A little right. bit a little bit more free time. Right. <laughs> so what where are you at? You're in so Vermont? I'm in rural Vermont. Yep. Um, over about two hundred acres of farmland. So nice. Out of out nowhere. In, yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Hardly yep. get Wi Fi out there, right? Right. <laughs> so have you always lived in Vermont? Um, for the last 15 years or so, yeah. Um, I've lived in Vermont. When I was a kid, I lived all over the U.S., um, Wyoming, Colorado, South Dakota. So I've okay. enjoyed Vermont the most. I decided to stay. That's awesome. So where'd you grow up at specifically? Or did you just kind of hop around? We hopped around about every two years. My dad was oh. in the air. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we were, we were everywhere. <laughs> That's so cool. So what did you do before you decided to start your company? So before um, I decided to start my company, I've actually worked in mental health for three years now, um, which is weirdly enough how I got into bookkeeping when I was promoted to an office manager in my day job. Um, She saw my organizational skills and she's like, do you want to learn something new? And I was like, sure, why not? Um, You know, and so that's where the bookkeeping came from. And before that, I did nannying for 15 years. So, okay. very strange leaps and bounds to bookkeeping (laughs) yeah so how did um working there kind of lead you into organizational stuff I started as kind of a peer advocate where I would help um, peers in the community with mental diagnoses advocate for themselves whether through healthcare or housing or whatever things they would need Um, But we had a lot of downtime, so I would be organizing the office a lot, you know, organizing cords, papers, like the office just kind of seemed a mess to me, and I was constantly organizing it because it just drove me nuts. And my boss, you know, kind of watched me here and there, and she's like, you really like organizing, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. And she's like, would you like to become the office manager? Because I don't think that you're a great peer advocate, but I think you're a great office manager. (laughs) And I went, okay. (laughs) So he kind of recognized your skill and was like, let's put you in a better position. Yeah. And so I that happened about three years ago, and I've been there ever since. <laughs> Sweet. So you're doing your business uh, on the side? Yeah, right now. Yeah. Eventually, I'd like to grow it full time. But just starting out, there's, you know, no way you could possibly just do that alone yet. And how long have you been running this company? Uh, this is a brand new company as of last month. So, so very new. Super fresh. Mm-hmm. The freshest out there. <laughs> <laughs> So one thing, our audience is future entrepreneurs, people that want to take that leap of faith and go ahead and start their own business. Maybe they're not comfortable doing what they're doing or they're not passionate about what they're doing. So Mm -hmm. us doing this podcast is just trying to 
come on with other entrepreneurs that have taken that step and kind of explain to them why they should do it as well. Mm-hmm. Give them that motivation. And we like to focus on different skills with everybody that comes on. So what's yeah. the biggest skill that you've learned throughout your career? So throughout any of my careers, it's actually organization. Um, it can get you so far in anything that you do, whether it's school, um, home life, work life, whatever you do. If you have it organized, it makes your life so much easier. Um, you know, whether you're organizing your invoices and receipts for your bookkeeper, if you're organizing inventory for your shop, um, even organizing your home just so you can access all your pots and pans and they're not in a giant pile, you know. Yeah. Um, organization has really been a key for me in everything that I do. Um, keeping, you know, all your notes on your education organized so that you can go back and find them to study for your finals. Um, pretty much everything you do is just like, for me, it's organized, focused, um, trying to keep everything organized all the time. And I think one of the things that people don't quite understand about organization is you can go on Pinterest and you can find organizers and ways to organize, you know, digitally or physically. Um, and it'll look pretty, but it'll look pretty for a week or two. And the key to organization is to constantly keep up with it. Um, you know, you constantly have to keep doing it. You know, you can't organize your inventory and then have six months worth of sales and expect it to still be just as pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to constantly be organizing what you have in order to keep ahead of the game. I feel like that's really important on the road to success. Otherwise, you're kind of tripping and stumbling through your things to get to that road, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think it's just like finding different ways of organization that work for you in your business can really give you that boost up that you need when it comes to marketing or networking or, you know, selling. Even um, if you can't find, you know, your craft supplies for your craft business, you can't really make the products in order to sell them. Right. Um, You know, if you don't organize your networking leads, then how are you going to follow up with them? Right. Exactly. Um, That's one of the things that I was about to say is, so you were organized all throughout school I'm assuming you were that person with your 50 different colored highlighters and all your post-it notes and your 16 different binders for every class yep that's the way that's the way that I should have been for sure and I definitely found that running in sales because we are a merchant service company and we help businesses with their payment processing and Mm -hmm. if you do not have that pipe drive organized you there's no way that I would be able to follow up with people and make sure that they're happy with our service and make sure that they're good to go if I can't keep up with my own organization. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that's like the key to keeping customers happy is you have to be organized in order to do that. Yeah. Because they're not going to remember to follow up with you. You have to remember to follow up with them. Right. So So where did you go to school at? So I actually have a bit of a unique education in bookkeeping. There's an online, I guess you could call it university, Um, called Bookkeepers Launched by Ben Robinson. And it is one of the, probably the number one bookkeeping online schooling. Um, Thousands of people have graduated and become successful in opening their own bookkeeping businesses. And he doesn't only give you like the, you know, fun, uh, fundamentals of bookkeeping, but basically he teaches you how to start your own business, how to network, how to do every little thing that, you know, you couldn't quite figure out on your own. He really wants to set you up for success. And so it's really interesting. And then, you know, you become accredited through all the different um, tests and whatnot. And it's just been a really cool course. There's a whole Facebook group to go with it and everything. And it's really been um, an awesome alternative to, you know, traditional schooling, Mm -hmm. um, which I tried as well. It wasn't as helpful. They were like, 
here's a slideshow. Bye. Right. <laughs> you know, whereas Ben's kind of in your face with it and he really wants you to succeed. You know, he's always got the emails open and whatnot. And so it's just really a great opportunity for somebody who like wants to be a bookkeeper um, to invest in and like do. And, it, you know, they have a 90 day launch plan where you could get it done in 90 days. I don't know anybody who has yet. It's a lot of information. Yeah, so, that's, a, that's a lot of stuff to take in in 90 days. I think it's like eight hours a day, seven days a week for a 90 day plan. <laughs> wow. OK, so you have to have yeah. no life for yeah, those no. 90 days. Um, I'm definitely not on the 90 day plan. <laughs> Or I wasn't on the 90 day plan. Um, But yeah, it took me a couple of months to get through it, but it was really worth it. Um, I learned a lot more. You never think you could learn something from, you know, an internet course. Mm -hmm. Um, But I learned so much more from it than I did, you know, in college, even um, with bookkeeping. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So anybody that is interested, any of our viewers that are interested in bookkeeping, definitely check out the school that you went to. Obviously, it's been really helpful for you in your career. Yep. So what do you see uh, with building your business? It's so fresh. Mm-hmm. So what do you plan on doing expansion wise? So what are your hopes current, for the future? My, yeah, my goal isn't technically to expand, I guess. It's a really strange goal for a business owner. Um, but I would like to keep my business smaller at first um, because I really want to focus on those clients. I really want um, to have that one-on-one relationship with them where they can come to me and say, hey, do you have time to go over this? And they're not being met with an automated machine or a secretary or a, you know, we're closed right now, get back to us later. Um, I really want them to be able to call me and have me pick up and say, oh, you know what? Yep, I got 10 minutes for this real quick. Um, I think as a small business, um, especially in this day and age with the technology advances that we've had, it's really important to for me at least to get back to those mom and pop shop kind of years Mm -hmm. where you had a personalization, you know, they'd come out from behind the counter, they'd help you find what you need. They'd pack it all up for you and put it in the wagon kind of thing. Right. Um, We just don't have that anymore. You know, you call somewhere and you get an automated voice. Um, You know, you can scream reception into the, you know, speaker as much as you want. They're not going to get you to a person. Right. Yeah. Um, And I don't want that to be, a frustration that my customers have to go through handling your books is a really big deal. Um, especially depending on which stages of life your business is going through. So I want them to be able to have a trustworthy and dependable person that they can come to and really have that, um, foundation that they can rest their books on. Yeah, a hundred percent. We're the exact same way actually. So with us being a payment processing company, we are, competing with Square and PayPal and Stripe and QuickBooks Mm -hmm. and all these other major corporations. And when you call those, you're getting a 1-800 number and you're going to sit there. Same thing that you said. I need a receptionist. I need someone in customer service to help me. And you can stay on the phone for an hour, an hour and a half waiting. That's taking up your business. That's taking away from your money and your time is the most valuable thing that you have. So what we do is if whenever we have a merchant sign with us, you get your sales rep, like my number, you get my personal mm-hmm. cell phone number, and we will answer you whenever and do whatever we can immediately to try to help you because we don't want you to lose out on that precious time of yours and possibly lose business over it. So that is really important. My boss originally wanted to be a larger company, and then he realized how important being a small, smaller company with a wide reach, that's the goal, and that's what mm-hmm. we've done. So exactly. yeah, that that one-on-one good customer service is key to retaining clients. 
I think that's so underrated these days, really. I mean, I've had PayPal problems for the last month and a half. I quit. I was like, I'll just make a new account. (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, come over here. I I got you. (laughs) So if you weren't doing this, if you weren't in this business, what could you possibly be doing? Well, um, since I still work my other two jobs right now, I'd say mental health. (laughs) But um, that does take a toll on you after a while. Um, you, you said know, you've been doing that for three that. years? I've been doing that for three years. It feels like 30. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've seen a lot. Uh, death threats, uh, attempted murders. Um, mm. You know, it gets really, really gory fast. And so living in rural Vermont, I'm like, you know what? I appreciate that there's people that need help. But at the same time, I have to step back and take care of myself. So. Yeah, That's kind of why I've chosen to move towards a quieter profession. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, working in mental health, you have to consider your own. Mm-hmm, exactly. So how do you think that our audience can develop this organization skill that you have mastered? Well, I wouldn't say mastered for sure. I'm always learning, but right. it really is so personalized. You kind of have to know how you are. Are you one of those people that really despises organizing? You know, you could use a basic system of, you know, three bins, you know, this needs to be reviewed, this needs to be sent, and this needs to be filed. It could be that easy. Um, for me, I'm a little more in depth about it, I guess you could say, where I have my Google Drive folder out within folders and folders and folders. And I know exactly where everything is, even though, you know, if somebody tried to find something for me, it would be gone forever to them. <laughs> um, one of the newest tools I found that was actually called um, Notion. It's notion.so. And it's this free online tool where you can just kind of create all these different pages that organize for you. It's been really neat. I'm still kind of exploring it, but I heard about it actually on TikTok. And so oh, I've yes. been exploring it. Um, and it's been really neat to organize, you know, um, my networking events and follow-ups and all that and notes that I have to take for different things. So um, digitally, I've enjoyed Notion and kind of Google Drive, um, but I really do try to keep it simple. Um, It's really easy to go overboard with your organizing and have like Mm -hmm. 20 different apps that you're using virtually to the point where it's too overwhelming to use, too overwhelming to keep up with, and you can't even remember the login for half of them. So I think it's important to kind of hone in on what you really need, what you really will use and keep up with, um, and then kind of stick to that because it can get overwhelming fast, um, especially with all the information out there. If you're starting a new business, I'm sure you're signing up for newsletters and networking events and trying to get everything organized. It's just, it's a lot. Um, Yeah. With using all those different things, don't you think that's kind of maybe the opposite of keeping it organized? (laughs) Maybe sticking with one thing and really getting in depth with that would be the easiest way to go about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I just stick to Notion and Google Drive. You know, Google Drive holds all the documents and Notion holds all the ideas and, you know, it works well because they sync together too. So. Yeah. So that's so funny that you learned that from TikTok. Yeah, I know. I learned so much from TikTok. Don't you get into a wormhole every time you're on there? I swear I like watch one funny TikTok and then I'll have that guy (laughs) pop up like an hour later like, whoa, hold on. You've been scrolling for a minute. Take some time. Get off your phone. And I'm like, scroll. (laughs) I pass him by too. I got it originally despite my little brother. He's 16 and he is traumatized that I possibly could get on TikTok. (laughs) So I did it to spite him, and now it's not even a joke anymore. <laughs> Just obsessed. Do you make TikToks? You can make TikToks that are related to your business as well. I totally could. I haven't yet. I just kind of 
you know, mindlessly scroll through them when I'm done at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, because I little it's like weirdly pleasing to watch organizational TikToks. It is. It really is. <laughs> like people cleaning out their fridges and like organizing their food and like organizing their desk and stuff. I'm like, why am I watching this? But it's satisfying. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Like you should don't look in my kitchen because it's just like that. My my family's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, just find some, you know, things to put <laughs> our food in. They're like, the food goes in the fridge. And I'm like, I know, I know. But, you know, it can go in things. In the I fridge. know, but it can be aesthetically pleasing while in the exactly. fridge. Even with the door shut, when you open it, you'll be satisfied. <laughs> Exactly. I love that. I love so it. you're the person that's got all the Red Bulls in one area, all the smart waters in one area. Yes. Like lined up like that. I love that. I feel like you don't have a junk drawer. You know, everybody has like a junk drawer in their kitchen where you I got really like don't. random crap that you never use, but you may need like pens and stuff in the kitchen. Nope. You don't. I, I knew you didn't have that. <laughs> I don't. And then, you know, once in a while, I'll I'll throw my hands up and say, our house is completely or- unorganized. And my significant other will go, what do you, okay. <laughs> and he'll just, you know, throw his hands up and walk away for the day and he'll come back and it'll be like reorganized completely. Oh, that's so. great. <laughs> so you keep your whole life organized, your personal life and your business. It doesn't business. always work. Uh, the inside of my truck is proof of that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I mean, I guess everything can't be flawless all the time, right? We are definitely not uh, flawless people. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the school that you went to definitely helped you with your organizational skills. And you were organized before that as well? Right, yeah. Um, It's just been something I've enjoyed for pretty much my entire adult life. Um, You know, I used to live with someone who was really messy, and I just could not stand it. So I was like, I just need to organize. And then I feel better, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because you know where everything is, you can count on it. If you're running late for work or whatever, you can grab it from exactly where it is and you don't have to go uh, filtering around everything just to try to find it. Um, you know, when I'm making lunch, I know where the cheese sticks are. I know where the cheese is. You know, I know where the lunch meat is. It's all in this little container and I just grab it out quick and throw it in the lunchbox and run. <laughs> yeah, it really does make your life easier. So does it like stress mm-hmm. you out whenever you walk into like a client's office or something and you see how unorganized they are? Um, it's only happened once. Um, and it's in my mental health job. I walked downstairs to one of our, um, I guess, uh, co agencies or whatever. And they had their entire office piled with paperwork to the ceiling. No, I was like anxiety and I'm not even that organized. (laughs) I had to like take a couple deep breaths, say why I was there and quickly leave. And I went to my boss and I was like, I got to organize something. I'll be, I'll be over there. And she's like, you went downstairs, didn't you? And I was like, I did, I did. (laughs) I did. And my blood pressure immediately went through the roof. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise I couldn't care less. I'm not judgmental about it, but when it comes to my stuff, you know, I prefer to be organized. You know, everybody has a different preference. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, or what would you tell everybody that separates you from other bookkeeping companies? really just focusing on the customer and really pulling back to that time where we slow down, we give personalized experiences and we really just focus on you. Um, I don't want it to have to be rush, 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 Um, you know, quick, give me that thing for this deadline and run around. Like let's stop, let's prepare, let's make time to go through your books. Let's make time to make sure that everything lines up before you have that big meeting. 
Um, you know, if you need something, you know, 10 minutes before that meeting, call me, let's fix it real quick. Um, you know, let's make everything personalized to you, your brand, your business, you know, let's make sure it looks pretty for that presentation. Let's make sure that it's completely organized and that you have every answer to any question that they're, they might ask you, you know, it's really important because, you know, you might be going for a loan or a presentation or whatever, and, you know, you really want to be prepared for that. And when it comes to your finances, I can help with that. You know, I don't want anybody to feel unprepared or unorganized, um, for anything that they have to do financially, because as a business owner and not knowing how to deal with financials, that could be really daunting. Mm-hmm. And I want to take away that feeling for you. Right. Yeah. So you just really want that good customer satisfaction. Exactly. So what do you, are you aiming to work with larger businesses or are you starting off just working with like coaches and personal trainers and stuff like that? Yep. Small businesses, I think, is definitely where it's at for me. Um, Large businesses can often need more than one bookkeeper. Um, Mm -hmm. They could have bookkeepers for a number of different things. And obviously, that's not me. I'm a one-woman team. So I would prefer to work with small businesses, um, especially those who are just passionate about growing their business. You know, some people couldn't care less, and they haven't kept their receipts for 10 years, and they don't know where the statements are, and they really don't care. Um, you know, as much as they need help too, that's really not, you know, where I want to be. I would like to be with someone who's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's grow. Let's make more money. Let's get bigger, Right. you know, and really encourage them and be a supporting part of that team. That's awesome. So with you being a new, mm-hmm. uh, self-employed entrepreneur, yep. what would you say was the key for you that really helped you push yourself over the edge and go all into starting your own business? Um, Not to be like redundant, but organization and determination. Um, You know, I have to organize my schedule in order to fit all these classes in on top of work. Um, I have to organize my schedule to meet all these networking events and, you know, one-on-ones, coffee chats, Um, and then just determination because some days you're like, I have 12 tests to take. I don't want to do that today. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds awful. I don't think I'd want to do that any day. Yeah. And so you just kind of have to be like, you know, if you're done with this, you can have an Oreo when you're done or something like something stupid just to get yourself through it. Um, And just kind of really push yourself because at the end, it's worth it. It's worth getting through that class. It's worth doing tests. It's worth getting, you know, the certification and whatnot. Right. So Mm -hmm. we, our podcast is named Burn the Ship because... Mm -hmm. Um, a guy named Hernan Cortez, he had all of his soldiers on their boats and they came to an island and then he literally lit them all on fire and burned the ship so that nobody could go back. So that's eventually, I'm assuming what you're going to do is just continue Probably. to <laughs> drive your business until you're ready to burn the rest of the ship. You've gone through like half. <laughs> yep. Yep. Eventually it's, it'll be time to take the leap. <laughs> Right. But I think that that's smart because not many entrepreneurs that we've talked to are still employed by someone else. So Mm -hmm. if someone is kind of just trying to get their feet wet, then they can Mm -hmm. still, like you can, find time being organized to maintain both and kind of get some solid ground before you burn the ship and don't look back. I would say it is not easy. I actually, in the last two years, um, up until about February, worked about 100 hours a week between two mental health jobs. And then on top of the 100 hours, I was doing the bookkeeping class. 
Wow. Busy woman. (laughs) You have to really be determined and you have to really want it in order to get it done, but you can do it. It's just exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. But it's worth it. You know, Um, now I'm down to 60 hours between the two jobs and I have a lot more time to focus on my bookkeeping. Um, And so it makes life a lot easier now to do that. But, you know, the reward is worth the work, I think. Right. And that's what everybody needs to know is that it may be difficult at first, but once you Mm -hmm. get there, it'll be rewarding doing something that you're passionate about and care about. And one Mm -hmm. thing that um, someone told me the other day, they were like, you have to build something in your life. Like you can work a nine to five job, but make sure that you're building something for yourself that nobody Mm -hmm. can just take away from you. Exactly. Yeah. Something that if the like something crazy like coronavirus happens and so many people lost their jobs and lost their everything and you just got to make sure that you can build something for yourself that even if something like that happens, you can still Mm -hmm. survive on your own with your own brand. I would say it's definitely, you know, I think a lot of people don't make it because they quit in those hard hours. Um, You know, they they lose sight of their vision or they just get frustrated and they don't have a team to back them up and they just kind of lose sight of it and they let it go and slide back in their nine to five. And that's, you know, hard to see, but it really isn't those like 11th hours where things are crashing and falling to the ground and you think you're not going to make it that you really have to just push through and, you know, have a good attitude, even though it's really hard. Yeah. Just keeping that drive. And as long as you're passionate about something, if you're passionate enough, then you're Mm -hmm. not going to allow it to fail. Right. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, um, how can we find you? How can we help you? Tell our audience where you can find your website, your social media, all that jazz. So I'm not uh, super on the web yet since I'm pretty new, but I do have a website. It's plumlinebookkeeping.com. That's P-L-U-M-B-L-I-N-E-B-O-O-K-K-E-E-P-I-N-G.com. Very long URL. Very sorry (laughs) about that. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash plumline bookkeeping. Um, like I said, it's pretty new, so there's not much going on around there, but hopefully soon we'll have more to add to it. And can people just DM you on Facebook or is there a website or on your website? Is there a place where they can message Absolutely. you on there as well? They can DM me on Facebook and there's a contact sheet on my website. And also on both places are my personal phone number where you can call or text me and my email account. If you don't want to go through, you know, a DM or a contact uh, page. So. All right. Sweet. So yeah, if you are unorganized, I know that it's taken me a long time to get organized. <laughs> if your business needs some help, then make sure to reach out to Amanda follow her on all of her stuff. And I look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us and making me a little bit more motivated to go reorganize my desk over here. <laughs> well, thank I you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.